Well, well everybody has an opinion. That's that's the freedom that we have here in the U.S. Let's right? give them our opinion, though. You can have your own. You can have your. <laughs> that's own ironic. That <laughs> Wait, I can be upset you about be the upset. country I live in. Yeah, okay. and you can say I don't like where the country is, and I'm not proud to be an American. And Bob, you can say all that, right? Because we have freedoms here, mm-hmm. and that's the reason why I love this country. <laughs> that is the Wait, exact. You love is, this country? Oh my goodness! This is the most beautiful country in the world hands down i've traveled man all mm. over the place like and i can tell you i not not i mean every i've Rich. been all over the place <laughs> right and i'm not saying like hey, i'm going like combo doesn't count no, here no, but, I, but i'm saying turks and caicos i'm not saying like i've been to like i, I think a lot of people are you know like there's a there's a thought process that like if you go to war-torn areas you're like oh i can't wait to get back home yeah, yeah. no i've been in spain and france and i'm like man ugh. This is great. Thank God for the For four or five days, I'm going back home. (laughs) Like, that is, there is an appreciation for this country. And I've seen, like, you know, in my lifetime, being 53 years old now, I've seen this country go through so many levels of of hate, of love. Like, 9-11 was a time where we just, I'm crying on the football field. Yeah. Before the game, because I love this country so mm-hmm. much. Oh no! After nine eleven, and and even through the tragedies that we've had over the last couple of you know few years here you know, on the race issues and all, those are issues that 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 happen. Those are occurrences that happen, but that has nothing to do with the love of this country. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- that happens everywhere in the world. Yeah, but it's, at the same time, we have a voice in this country that can be heard. And you can't say that across the world, man. And that's that's where I just, I'm not offended by the stats or whatnot, but speaking for self, speaking for my kids and my family, I'm always pushing the fact that this is the greatest country ever. Ty, you feel that energy? Something feels a little different. You're damn right. I, I, I almost damn feel like right. just a, like a like a lightness in the air. Like a darkness, light. but a lightness. <laughs> the darkness is showing up. Zulu is back. You know if there's energy in here. Welcome back, D. Hey, hey, good seeing y'all. These Thursday episodes have missed you. Yes, they have. Yeah. I know they have. Not no, a single. Got, I, I like the Thursday episode, even though I haven't listened to one in a long time. Not a single person has mentioned know. that you've been gone, but I know they don't <laughs> care about me, man. They don't love me. Hey, nobody else misses you, but Ben and I miss yeah. you. We miss you. My wife we don't miss, m- m- miss me. Yeah. Nobody. And, and, and I think this is a perfect episode for you to come back for. We asked you to come back for this, obviously, uh, because of the topic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're going to benefit greatly. Yeah. People are going to benefit greatly from your perspective on this. But before we jump into that, <laughs> we did have a question. Somebody DM'd us a question on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I told them, I said, you know what? This is a great question. I'm going to throw this out to the guys. Let's talk about it. Give you an answer because I think a lot of people can benefit right. uh, from from this question and this answer. So, the question is, and I'm going to conceal their identity just in case they don't want to be be known. But it's a quick quick question for you guys. I had a customer get very upset with me because of a response about being busy during an important week at the club. He's a golf pro, golf instructor. He wanted a lesson I could not accommodate. Now that the tournament is over, I have time, and he asked again, but he made a statement quote. Why don't you say yes to me when I ask for lessons, end quote. How should I respond to this member 
now that he's angry? What would you say that, D? Uh, look, if he has the time to do it now, it's fine. Let's, and, the, and the thing is, the guy, can, even though he was turned down, the client mm-hmm. still came back to him. Yeah. Yeah. Came right back to him. That's well, saying something like he's bringing value in some way. Absolutely. Some, so if he has the time, just be real about it and, and, and bring him on as a, as a client. I mean, yeah, he's probably gonna have to go through some things, but I think it shows even more of uh, strength and a strong mindset when you can just overcome some of the criticism and say, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, I have time now. Uh, you know, let's work together, and you, got, you, you know, you know I, I think there's going to be a more of a relationship because you kind of went through something early on, mm-hmm. and now you know they can probably build on this. So yeah. take them on as a client. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. That's a great point of perspective because in the moment you're you know you're worried about the guy mm-hmm. and you're like he's mad at me, but to your point, if he's coming back to you even though he's mad, that means you're providing a lot of value to him. That's right. You're doing a really really good job for him. Yeah. And it, again, that's a tough situation to deal with. I think you've got to be very gracious in that moment. You've yep. got to be apologetic, very humble when you mm-hmm. approach that, that person. The, the weird thing about customer service and the service industry in general is that people get a sense of entitlement. Mm-hmm. When they're paying for something, they expect to be, you know, for lack of a better term, bent over for. They mm-hmm. expect to, you know, to be, to be hand and foot waited for. Right. And rightfully so, they're paying for a service. But at the same time, they forget that, hey, the person I'm coming to, they've got their own schedule. They've That's got right. a lot going on. So you can't – you're definitely not going to win by combating that mm-hmm. and being super confrontational. You've got to be gracious in that moment, apologetic, but just try to help them understand that, you know, schedules are busy. You're doing the best you can fitting everybody in. Mm-hmm. As long as I think that you make them feel like they've been heard. Right. That goes a long way. Yeah. 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 I'll be uh, the devil's advocate on that because I've always been the one that's apologetic. Like, I'm the first one to say sorry. And most of the time, I say sorry, like, and I'll eat it like it's my fault. I don't want you to feel bad. I want you to feel. Um, and a lot of times, it's, it's to avoid any type of conflict mm-hmm. or confrontation just because mm-hmm. that's kind of how I'm wired. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of the things that I've learned over, the last five years of just kind of being that person is that you got to be confident in the value that you do bring. Right. And you have to understand that like, listen, if I don't have the time now, look, if, if he did something wrong where he could have done it or, and, and you have this guilt associated with, look, be honest, be humble. And like, listen, Hey, I, I apologize. Like I, I wish that I could have gotten you in, um, unfortunately it didn't, but I really would like to put all my effort into going forward and working on it. Great. But look, if someone doesn't appreciate the fact that you have other things going on, then you've got to ask yourself is, do I really want to work with that person? Right. Mm. Because like you said, is we have so many people think that if I'm at a restaurant and I'm paying $35 for a meal, you're my servant mm-hmm. and you do what I say. And we forget the fact that we need to treat other people like humans as well. Right. Sure. And just because they're providing us a service doesn't mean that you can talk down to them. Doesn't mean that you can treat them like their lives are less important than yours. Um, so I think you just got to weigh that. And I have, I have through my last few years of work 
is I've decided to part ways with particular clients that even could have been very good just because look, I, I know the value now that I bring. And if you are, if you are not going to recognize that and acknowledge and treat me in a way that I deserve, then look, Hey, good luck to you. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be an a-hole. I'm not going to be mean, but like you have to decide, is this client worth the time and effort? And if they're going to continue to make me feel guilty, continue to make me feel like it. And I'm, and I know that I'm never going to make that person happy because there's no Mm -hmm. people out there. That's right. You're never going to make them happy. When their time sucks. So why would you waste any additional time? Because all that's doing is taking away from you working with a much better client. So I think you've got to decide that. But if you decide, hey, I do want to work with them. I think the opportunity, I just literally did not have it. You say, hey, listen, I wish that that could have worked. Trust me, I really wanted mm-hmm. to, but I, it was an important week. I had no time during this. Mm-hmm. Explain it with humility and grace and just like, hey, take it. And then are, are you willing to move forward? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I will devote all of my time and effort that you require that I can possibly give. Yeah. But you're not my only client either. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I hear you, and I think what you're saying is, you don't have to apologize. I don't think there's a. Yeah, I don't there's think there's, there's an apology. There's not needed. a direct apology. That's right. You can you can acknowledge the situation yeah. and that it's not a favorable situation for either because that's revenue that he lost. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. a private lesson mm-hmm. that he lost. He could have benefited from that more than probably serving the serving the club. Right. Sound like a busy week. So acknowledge, man. It's a bummer. I I apologize. I don't apologize. You got um, to stop apologizing all the time because I'm the worst at it. And you mm-hmm. see how it just comes out. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Yes. I, th- yeah. I don't think you have to apologize like it's his fault. You can, um, you can recognize the challenging situation and you're excited to move forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, my personal approach would be, I, I had to deal with this when I was in the fitness industry. My personal mm-hmm. approach was to apologize. Yeah. Just again, showing that humility. Yeah. But to your point, Tyler, if it's somebody that, it's just not worth continuing on. You've got to make yeah. that decision. Yeah. Is this something I want to continue with? Okay, yeah. I'm going to apologize. I'm going to approach you with humility. I'm going to diffuse the situation. Yeah. If it's not, then I'm going to move on. But that's Isn't just that me. Isn't mean, that that's a great topic? Me. Why do we all always apologize? People apologize and they really don't mean it. Yeah. Like, we apologize well, yeah, it's for be genuine. bullshit. Yeah, like, it's got to be genuine. Like, for BS that comes up and we're like, oh, I'm sorry. No, we're not. No, we're not. Yeah. So why even say, yeah. I'm well, sorry, I think in or this apologize? Si- just, I, I mean, easily, he could easily just say, hey, look, man, I didn't have time last week. Mm-hmm. This was a situation. Moving forward, let's go. Well, that's, Period. A, that's a broad brush. What if he is truly sorry that he couldn't fit the guy? Maybe he really does love the guy and he loves working with him. He couldn't fit him in. In that situation, I'd be like, yeah, I'm sorry. I couldn't yeah. fit you in. So, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah. If it's not genuine, then don't, then don't, don't waste your breath. Yeah. I mean, wow. it's got to be genuine. Ultimately, it's got to be. <laughs> in the service industry, whatever, whatever you're doing, you have, to, you have to approach it with humility and grace. Like you can't, you can't just be arrogant all the time. That's what you signed like, up for when you, you signed up for that job. You do have to have humility. So I'm not, I'm not skirting that. But, but you also, you also got to make sure that you're not just getting walked all over. Yeah. Right. Because now it depends. On, I don't know where his experience is, his uh, yeah, there's a lot of layers. There's a question. lot of stuff we don't know, right? But there's times when you're early on in your career, you just got to take it on the chin. Yeah. So it's all situational. It all sure. depends. But I also feel like, man, there's part of me that also feels like when, even when, even though you're in a service industry, if you show, if you show strength, agree, and confidence, yeah, 
I think you're even that more attractive. And that's probably why this guy keeps on yeah. banging him on the air like, hey, I want to work with you because he's mm -hmm. doing his damn job. Mm -hmm. yeah. He's mm -hmm. got a ton of value in what he's doing, and he's showing confidence. And now I'm like, well, yeah, I, he's going to make me a better golfer, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's, it's okay. Look, you don't have to apologize for everything, but you do have to have some humility and say, look, I mean, this was my schedule last week. Didn't work out for you. I'm not going to tell you I'm sorry, but moving forward, here we go. Here's yeah. a game plan. Yeah. And I think it's that simple. Yeah, to yeah. your point, look at the bright side. He's so busy because he's doing such a great job that's right. that this is a problem. That he, that's a good problem to have. That's a good, yeah. great problem. That you can't fit everybody in. That's yeah. a great yeah. problem to have. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I don't know if you caught it, but for the second time this week, he said the word a-hole. Did he? I didn't hear it. <laughs> no, I was like, literally said a-hole. I didn't no, say No, he literally said a-hole. He said a-hole. Good job. Good, good restraint. He said on the Matt Sharp episode, he said a-hole. <laughs> and you made fun of him. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's right. That's the only one? Just getting edgy. Does that guys. count, though? Getting edgier yeah, with yeah, age. A-hole. You know? Gosh darn it, you a-hole. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, hopefully that helps. Uh, and if you're in that situation, uh, hopefully that's helpful for you as well. But to the topic at hand, speaking of Stranger Things, have y'all watched... The season finale or the series? No, season I finale. Season. Stranger Things. I haven't seen this. You watch oh the other, you watch the other ones? I haven't seen. I it. saw it's the so first good. two. I haven't seen. Is it three or four now? There's. I think there, this was season five, maybe. No, is it? I don't. know. I've don't watched know. every episode, but I don't know where. Okay. Yeah. You might be right. You got. You got to get out there and watch it, Tyler. No. Get on. Get on the train. I haven't seen. Hey, that. I watched Yellowstone. You watch Stranger Things. And then, you know the crazy <laughs> thing about Stranger Things, like. That's like my era. It's like in the 80s. Like, it what, is. what year was this? 87? I, I literally thought of you the other night when we were watching yeah. it because the, it takes place in 86. Mm -hmm. You were in high school in 86, right? I was in high school. They, have Afro, they didn't have Afros, though. He wasn't. There's not they, many. Well, there's only the brother, one brother. brother and, though, he's, and, he's, yeah, he's like, got a small He's afro. got a small. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. all the hair is like, like uh, what is it? The mullets? Mullets, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, did this, was, this is how Darren lived yeah. his life. I wonder how the Back shirt. I got to look at the their gear next All the music is on point. It's all the 80s music. I mean, it's it's great. That's good. It's a great series. Good but I, I say that to say, speaking of Stranger Things, mm -hmm. the New York Post just came out with an article. Record low number of U.S. adults proud to be American. Poll finds. I want to get y'all's take on this. Uh, that's interesting. <laughs> it is interesting. From the article, a dwindling number of Americans are extremely proud to be Americans, a recently released survey has found. According to a June 29th Gallup poll, Fewer than two-thirds of U.S. adults, 65%, say they are very or extremely proud of this country. Just 38% say they are extremely proud. The lowest percentage of Americans to give that answer since Gallup began asking the question in 2001. By contrast, 70% of Americans say they were extremely proud to be American in 2003, and a whopping 91% said they were very or extremely proud in 2004. So from 91% in 2004 to just this most recent one, 65%. So the Gallup survey found Sorry, that... Sorry, let me make sure I'm hearing that. 65% said they are proud. So they're extremely proud. Okay. In 2004, 91% okay. said Well, you're coming off, to, uh, off, you know... Right, different circumstances. You're coming off yeah. 9 and, that, and we're well, going to yeah. dive into yeah. the nuances yeah. here and, and, and have a discussion on that. Uh, and, but here's the divide politically uh, by party. It says, while 58% of... a Republicans express extreme national pride. That figure is down from 76% in 2019 and 86% in 2003. Just 26% of Democrats say they are extremely proud to be American. How many? 
up from a low of 22% in 2019. Now, again, keep in mind, 2019, we had had ultra MAGA Trump Trump in the office, so of course they weren't very happy. But down from an all-time high of 65% in 2003. So basically, all that to say, all the numbers are down. People are in their pride Mm -hmm. for the country. Now, again, there's lots of layers here, lots of economic factors, what's going on in the world. But I think overall, we feel it. I feel it. There seems to be a dwindling pride for the country that we live in. And I want to get y'all's thoughts and take. And and is that okay? Is this a horrible thing? What's your overall Well, everybody has an opinion. That's that's the freedom that we have here in the U.S., Let's give them our opinion, though. You can have your own. That's ironic. <laughs> Wait, I can be upset you about the upset. country I live in? Yeah, okay. and you can say, I don't like where the country is, and I'm not proud to be an American involved. You can say all that, right? Because we have freedoms here. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why I love this country. <laughs> that is the Wait, exact. You love is, this country? Oh, my goodness. This is the most beautiful country in the world, hands down. I've traveled, man, all mm-hmm. over the place. Like, and I can tell you, I not, not, I mean, every. I've Rich. been all over the place, right? And I'm not saying like hey, I'm going like Cabo doesn't count no, here. No, what I'm saying Turks is Turks and Caicos. I'm not saying like I've been to like I, I think a lot of people are you know like there's a there's this thought process that like if you go to war torn areas you're like oh I can't wait to get back home. Yeah, yeah. No, I've been in Spain and France and I'm like man, this is great. Thank God for, the for USA. four or five days. Yeah, I'm going back home. Yeah. like that is. There is an appreciation for this country, and I've seen, like, you know, in my lifetime, being 53 years old now, I've seen this country go through so many levels of of hate, of love. Like, 9-11 was a time where we just, I'm crying on the football field before the game because I love this country so Mm -hmm. much, you know, after 9-11. And and even through the tragedies that we've had over the last couple of, you know, few years here on the race issues and all, those are issues that, 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 that happen. Those are occurrences that happen, but that has nothing to do with the love of this country. Mm -hmm. I mean, that happens everywhere in the world. Yeah. But at the same time, we have a voice in this country that can be heard. And you can't say that across the world, man. And that's that's where I just, I'm not offended by the stats or whatnot, but speaking for self, speaking for my kids and my family, I'm always pushing the fact that this is the greatest country ever. Yeah, just being 100% real with you, the message that's been pushed the last couple of years, you being a 53-year-old black man, yeah. where you grew up, how you grew up, just being completely real with you. Now, I know you, so it's a little different. But mm-hmm. if I was to stereotype you, that would be a surprising take to me. Really? That you are proud of this country. Do <laughs> you think it's the greatest look, country? Man. Just based on, based on a, a, look, a wide we're, we're talk, swath we're, of, of what the media portrays the and last if you, years. And I guarantee if you ask most black men, they would say the same thing that I'm saying. Like, there's going to be, a, of course, there's going to be certain people that have got, gone through some tragedies or whatnot that are going to sprinkle up and say, hey, this is my experience. But I guarantee if you ask, and I've been around a lot of black professionals, man, over the last, especially after, you know, what the tragedy in um, Ferguson. Uh, uh, in Ferguson and all. Yeah. I just, I've just been around so many guys who, who just appreciate where we are in this country. Mm-hmm. 
and that we can actually make a difference. See, sometimes in, in other countries, you can't make a difference. You can't rally. You can't march. You can't get on Zoom calls together and, and figure out ways to uplift another person. You can't do some of those things. And in this country, I have the opportunity to do what the, whatever I want to do. Mm. And that's the beauty of this country. Yeah. So, Ben, when you, when you told me that this was going to be the topic today, um, I had a very quick gut reaction. Um, very, like, and honestly, the lazy reaction, I think. Um, I, it's so funny. The arguments you always hear, and you always hear usually from the right, is, well, if you don't like it, then leave. Mm -hmm. Go see if something else is better out there. You don't know. You've never seen what's out there. And I've, thinking about it, and, I, and I've used that in mm -hmm. the past. Yeah, so I think we've all been for, guilty of that. For, for me to not acknowledge that, I think, is, uh, is being dishonest. But here's the reality is, is, like Darren said, is we do live in a country that that's acceptable. Uh, we have brave men and women that are putting their lives on the line so we can have that opinion and say that we don't, we don't have pride for this country. Um, do I agree with it? No, not at all. Um, but I think what you have to ask, and, and instead of getting angry or defensive, divisive, is, okay, let's ask maybe some more questions. Mm. Mm. So why do you not have pride in your country? Okay, what, what would you like to see different that could alter your perception of our country? Okay, what are the steps to get there? The problem is, is I guarantee the... 32% that said, I do not have pride in this country. Um, I guarantee, and I can say this without, without question, is a majority of those people are going off the opinions of others just because they heard it. They, don't, they haven't had a chance to really dig into why. Mm -hmm. um, I think that there's, there's a, a portion of those people that have had experiences that lead them to that, and I have sympathy and I have empathy for that. Um, but... I, there's a lot of things. Here's a real life example. I live in Texas now. When everybody now is transplants, when people ask me where I'm from, I'm embarrassed <laughs> and hesitant to say I'm from California mm. because I don't have the pride in being California. Like I loved it when I was there. And I, when I was there growing up, I'd say, yes, I do. But I do think that there's shifts and I think there's, there's a lot that has changed there on a political landscape um, and just really an execution landscape on an education, all these things that I, I don't have pride in. So I can empathize with someone to say, hey, I don't like the way this country is going. Mm. And if I'm, if I'm in England or if I'm in Australia or if I'm in Spain or if I'm in South Africa, wherever, and they ask where I'm from, would I be, would I be worried about if I say I'm from the U.S.? Am I worried about them laughing at me? Hmm. And if, you, if that's in your mind, yeah, I probably don't have extreme pride in, in my country. And I, and I can understand that because <laughs> politically we are a dumpster fire. Mm -hmm. I mean, we really are. We, do, we have an absence of leadership in positions of power in this country. And, um, and, we, and, I, and I think a, a very selfish uh, regimen. And so... 
the decisions that have been made are just illogical and don't make sense and they're self, um, self-serving. So when I go somewhere else, would I be like super proud? Yeah, I'm from the U.S. I don't know. I don't know if I would. I'm extremely proud to be American. I'm proud for what our country stands for. I'm proud of the majority of our country, the mass, the mass, the, but there is a minority in the country. I think that is putting a stain on our legacy. And and I agree. I, I totally understand that. But the difference is when I made that California reference is, okay, what am I going to do about it? If I don't have pride in where I live and where I'm from, what am I going to do about it? My choice was to leave. I said, Hey, listen, this is not something I don't like the direction. I'm going to, I'm going to move on to something that aligns more with my family and my goals. And you may think that that's the easy way out. That's fine. I have kids to think about. I'm not going to, I'm not going to apologize for that. Um, but if I have something to do instead of just sitting, bitching and complaining about it is I actually did something. And I, and I was like, look, this, this is not for me anymore. Like, and, and that's, and that's totally fine. When it comes to the country, um, one of the things I do have a hard time with is, and, and I want to get your take on it. And we're just like, I don't know, four years too late, five years too late on this, but to also say like when you're attacking the symbols of our country and what it represents, whether it be the flag or the mm-hmm. national anthem. I have a hard time with that. I have a hard time with, with athletes saying, no, we shouldn't sing the national anthem because of X, Y, and Z. Like, that to me doesn't make any sense. That's like saying, hey, I have an uncle that's just a bad person, um, so I'm changing my last name. I'm not going to acknowledge the name of my family. Because that's a symbol of who you are and your heritage. The national anthem and the flag, the the flag didn't create slavery. It didn't create oppression. It created our, it was created by our founding fathers who came over in trying to get away from oppression from England, trying to give freedoms. Now, did they do everything right? Absolutely not. There was a ton back in the day in 1776 that was way backwards. Mm -hmm. But what they were trying to do is they were trying to create freedoms from an oppressive ruler overseas, right? So let's just, let's just understand that. And so to say, yeah, no, 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 I'm not going to represent that. But, and look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get really insensitive, and I don't have all the information right now, but I'm thinking of the Brittany Griner situation right mm-hmm. now in Russia. Was very outspoken about how the national anthem shouldn't be played. I'm not going to acknowledge it at our basketball games. Then you go to another country to play. You get arrested for drug possession. Now you're saying, oh, no, 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 You need to come save me. Like, I'm only relying on you when you can give me something. If, if you don't represent something that I don't like, that I feel caught in effect, if I feel attacked or violence because I feel oppressed, and it's even being reinforced by our coach right now. Her coach is saying, well, if it was LeBron, President Biden would have gotten him out. No, if LeBron got arrested with drugs overseas, hey, I'm sorry. I don't think that the United States is going to go to war over LeBron for bringing controlled substances to a place where it's illegal. Okay, so you now need something from our country that you don't have pride in, you don't respect. But now I need you to come save me. Yeah, but that's a tough one, man, because there's a lot of people that have been incarcerated around the world that probably don't agree with, you know, 
Look, I, I, I think that's we're painting a broad brush there. I, I think there's part of it that that speaks to like we're Americans, right? Mm. We are, and and if you you know if you don't like where you came from or or whatnot, that you have the right to, and that, there's a choice, right? Yeah. You have choices in life, and and again, you know, we're talking about the scars, but we're also talking about the beauty. Yeah, we you know we can we can I'll talk about all these things that you don't like about A, B, C, and D, but then you talk about the beauty of man, the decisions I can make. Yeah, the choices that I can make. How can I overcome? Look, I'm. As a black man, I've had to overcome things. People have said negative things to me. I've heard a lot of racist, you know, racial slurs throughout my life. But I'm still in a country where I can push. I can get my ass up every day. I can uh, try to achieve my goals. I can say what the heck I want to say as long as it's I don't get arrested for <laughs> saying something really crazy or doing something really crazy. But I have a voice, and that's the beauty yeah. of this country. So why are we taking shots? I mean, we shouldn't take shots at people that have an opinion. Well, for the most that's, part, you're not going to get arrested for what you say, which is the beautiful thing about it. Which is the beautiful thing about it. Where other countries you will that be arrested. That is my point. That, the whole broad brush, that's exactly right, is there's a few, there, there are some bad people out there. There's no doubt. There are some bad people that make, um, make things for people really, really bad. Mm -hmm. And I totally get that. But to then paint the entire country, our national anthem, flag, whatever it is, you're to paint that picture that, hey, this is terrible. This is the worst place ever. I mean, I think you can attest that, more people have more freedoms and ability to succeed than ever before. Absolutely. And, but that's what I'm saying. It's an opinion. It's, it's right. That's right. Everyone has their own opinion. It's, you, know, you don't have that opportunity to have your own opinion in China. No. Right. You don't. Nope. No. Right? But that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's okay for Brittany Griner to have an opinion. It's okay for the NFL players or not, and most NFL, I mean, that's a whole subject. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. they weren't talking about the flag, but I'm just saying, if you don't, there, if there's certain things that you don't feel are right. Yeah. You should be able to voice your opinion. Yeah. yeah. The, the challenge that I have, and we've talked about this a bunch, is if you, one, if your opinion is uneducated and not your own. Right. I, if you have your own opinion, I am all about that. Like, stand up for it. That's what this country is built on. Right. But when you just regurgitate something you saw on social media that is uneducated, not researched, or on mainstream media that is an agenda that's pushing, you just regurgitate that because that's the side that you align with. Mm -hmm. All that does is that creates a deeper and deeper wedge. No, no, no. I see. I, I disagree with that. Because we have the option to really listen to whatever is being said, right? Yeah, we can say that. Yeah. I, but it it's not your opinion because unless you actually know. If you're lit... Okay, if you just listen to CNN, mm -hmm. yeah, you're going to hate the country. Right. You're going to hate everybody. Mm -hmm. Because all they're going to do is talk about how bad this is and that this side is evil and that's this. Fox News, if all you listen to is Fox News, you're going to hate the country because mm -hmm. you're going to think the left, they're all a bunch of mm -hmm. country bumpkin idiots. Right. Right? And so, yes, if you're just regurgitating, but if you actually get out and talk to those people, if you actually get out and read what's being written and actual research that's being done and you actually understand policy and you understand, okay, hey, what's quality of life in South Central LA? What's quality of life in Boston? What's quality of life in all these places in the country? If you actually get out there 
there and do the research and understand it, then that's an opinion because you've mm-hmm. gathered information. If you just see some dude on, on TikTok spouting out just nonsense mm-hmm. and then you regurgitate and you, you, you're telling people and you're this, like, that's not an opinion. No, it's not. But, but again, you're getting tired. You're, you're, you're a getting sheep. fired up right now. You're, yeah. you're, you are a sheep. You are yeah. an absolute Absolutely. sheep. Absolutely. But it's like on the opposite side of that. Yeah. Uh, and I'll just be real on my end. I don't give a shit. Yeah. People, even if they haven't done their research and they want to say what they want to say, it does not affect me. It doesn't. It affects me when I go, oh, my God, that really, you don't know what you're talking about. No, look, why? See, though, because, you know, you know, ignorance, right? You hear I've heard ignorance all my life. I, people say things. You're like, dude, you are no. See, but clue. there you go, Darren. And I don't, I don't <laughs> care. Go, Bringing logic into an argument. <laughs> I, I'll push back in just a little bit on that. I, I totally understand what you you're saying. I prefer you did. totally yeah. understand what you're saying. It doesn't personally affect you yet. The problem is when politicians start speaking to this mentality that does affect you. Yeah. There are real life. Hey, brother, things have affected policies. Me. I mean, look, policies, right now that are affecting you. I, 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 absolutely. Right. But when we really think about it, you're talking about a three percent of people. Right. Mm-hmm. Logically, most of the time, things find a way to straighten themselves out. Mm-hmm. I, I think the part that we're having that and because we're 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 hearing ignorance and then we're being so vigilant on the side. We're swinging the, the whole damn thing this way. And then it's swinging the other way. Like there's a part of being secure and who the hell you are as a person yeah. to where those things that are being said don't affect you. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with you. Yeah. And you figure out a way, if you want to figure out a way to straighten the things out and then, you know, you have the right in this country yeah. to decide the path that you want to go. I, but I just don't feel like, yeah. I think, we, I think we want to fight fire with fire all the time. And it's like, 100%. look, dude, you can't, Gosh, you can't always it, make things I literally right. was like fired up and I had like four or five more points and I'm like, Man, it comes up with this, yeah. and then it's like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I like, do agree with you. I do agree with you. And, and the point of this article is to do exactly what it's doing, which is to be controversial, get us fired up, get us emotional. That's the point of this whole thing. Because again, there's all these little nuances that go into this. It's not the whole country that's literally being pulled here, right? Right. This is just a small percentage. So there's a lot of nuances going on. Yeah. I would say though that it feels like we are more divided than ever. Yep. You know, some states are doing one thing. Other states are doing completely different. Mm-hmm. So to me, how, I just don't see how that's a good thing. How we're all of us not working towards one common goal, how that can be a good thing. Do you ever think that we're always going to, do you I ever think know. that there's ever going to be a chance in this world that the United States, we're all going to work through one common goal? Like, honestly, in your own house. Can you work to one common goal? Well, I, think, I, think, I think it depends on what level, right? Yeah. Like, I think the one goal is to continue to be the greatest country on planet Earth. Like, that is the overriding goal, right? The, the paths to get there you are always wait, wait, different. Wait. Are you honestly feel like people are thinking in their mind that the path for the U.S. is we're all having one common goal to make this? Because that's not... Well, I, I think not. I think that's what that that survey is saying, right? Is is I don't know. Do does everybody like want a goal the, is set? Do, does everybody want the United States to either become or continue to be? I think the world's perception is that we're the beacon of hope, right? We're the beacon of the d- democracy, right. right? So do you think do you think that we have people in this country that want to see America fail? No. Oh yes, in this country. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think there's. I, I'm sure there are people. Look. 
All right, so do we execute Our, We have some people, people in this country people? that are definitely, <laughs> that definitely have, have it out for us, right? I mean, yeah. let's just call it what it is. I mean, people, there's so much ignorance in this world, man, that you're going to hear so many different viewpoints of what they feel about yeah. America, yeah, yeah. right? I know what my viewpoints are about yeah. this country, and I think we have to honestly instill your own personal views into your, yourself, your children, or whatnot. That's where it starts, Absolutely. man. We can't control all the yeah. outside voices. Yeah. And we don't all have the same mindset of and have the same goals because that's there's no way we do. But with those differences, we, we can make a difference in our own home, in our own community, and we talk about this all the time. Don't think that you're going to be able to change everyone's mind. You're just yeah. not. Yeah. No, it, it definitely starts with personal excellence, yes, for yeah. sure. What are you doing for yourself? What are you doing for your family? It definitely starts there. Yeah. I would say, though, that regardless of your opinion how things are going, it's balancing pride for the country but also recognizing where we can improve. Mm -hmm. And I do think that people that have opposite views of me, I, I don't think worse than tent on their part. For instance, if somebody wants, you know, free health care for all or welfare yeah. for all or mm -hmm. whatever, their intentions yeah. are we want to bring people up. Mm -hmm. We want to make everybody more even playing field. We want to better everybody. Mm -hmm. Rising mm -hmm. tide rises all boats, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So while I disagree with the method of going about it, I do agree with the goal of how can we make everybody better? Yeah. So that's my point in saying there's a common, you have to share common interest in my opinion of getting to a place where everybody benefits. Well, I think but you're going to go about that in a different way, yeah. depending on your opinion. 9-11 depending on your experience. prime example of that, right? Mm -hmm. Is we all went so, through something so tragic and watched and witnessed our mm -hmm. country being attacked, right? And then what was the common theme? Is we're in this together, together. Right? right? We're yeah. all in this together. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's so far off. To, I, I, I agree with you, I think, in the the present state of our country, I do, I do think our goals are, are not aligned. Right. I don't think that you could say, hey, today our entire country wants ultimately this one goal at the top of the mm -hmm. pyramid. Uh, but I don't think it's out of the question to say that we can't get to that. Right. Uh, and my prayers are literally, prayers are daily is that we don't go through something extremely tragic like 9-11 mm -hmm. to get back to that place. Right. Hopefully we can have some sense and some logic to get to that. But here's, here's another thing. I think we'd maybe take it down a little bit different road along the lines here. And, uh, and I'm going to ask the, the, the token guy here. Um, Why I got to be token, though? Well, I got me the toolkit. <laughs> those, ra those racist things when people say racist things he was talking about earlier. He's talking about the last two years of this podcast. Um, so, all right. One thing that I have a really, I have a really hard time um, I have a really hard time with it. And I mentioned this earlier about the flag. When you see, when you see someone that's wearing a hat or a shirt or something that has an American flag on it. We just talked about this yesterday, Darren. Oh, seriously? Mm -hmm. <laughs> just the, yeah. the fact that the what American is, flag has become a symbol of <laughs> what, what right-wing extremists. Yes. Right, right. <laughs> so, and, and that's, and look, I'm not kidding. As a, as a white male in his late 30s that grew up middle class mm -hmm. and did not go through the same challenges as many people in this country. 
I still have, I'll get a glimpse in my mind of, Am I out of place here? Or? Yeah, I bet it was radical right I bet, wing. I bet, I bet yeah. homie, I bet homie's racist. Or oh. I bet like, and I don't think really? it, I'll catch myself. But like, if yeah. I do see that, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, it's like, it's, it's the un, it's it, the first unconscious thought you have is that person's extreme. They're probably yes, yeah. yes. And guess what? I have those hats too. Right. And I don't even. And I don't. I have American. I'm all about it. Like mm-hmm. I, I because I love this country, mm-hmm. and I'm I am not ashamed of this country, and and I'm little different than what I said earlier, but I'm not. And also I'll wear that, but it almost has taken the viewpoint of like the Confederate flag. Like those are almost to the same level. And I think culture and perspective, mm. when you see the Confederate flag, you think, okay, Southern racist. Yeah. That's what I think of. Uh-huh. And then the American flag, because of how every, the, of the, of the dialogue around in the, in the media, that if you are a Patriot, then you support things of the past, mm. and and you are you are wanting to regress, and you are Man. you are the antithesis. I tell of you what, the progression. Re- I tell you what, the left has done its job. That's Man. what I'm saying. The farthest left. No, I'm saying that because of the way you how they've turned the tide on you to feel so ashamed, or feel or have this feeling well, of I can't wear my own. Like they have done. No, I'm not saying the left. Yeah. I, there were. There's a small the extreme, group on that yeah, side, yeah, yeah. Extremists. extremists, that have really turned the tide yeah. and have made. They've done a hell of a job. Yeah, but you and know that's, what? Though? That's the shame. You it. know that's, what's hard? You know what's hard about that is that, like my, and this is this is pretty raw and transparent, is some dear, dear, dear friends mm-hmm. have said things and shared things face to face. And, you know, through their platforms that have literally, it's like a dagger in my side. Like, because I, they will, um, some of these dear friends have associated and put me into a box Uh that is the opposite of my heart, my thoughts, everything that goes into it. Uh But I, having heard that multiple times by people that I trust, that I care, that I love, have said things that I now am almost at the point where it's like, I mean, am I because, because I'm a white male, Mm -hmm. am I these things that they're saying Mm -hmm. when they make these generalizations? Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't say, yes. I mean, you know, you know better than, you know, I mean, anyone. Yes. You're, you're a, you're a black man. What do you think? I mean, we've done it. We've done it 10 times on the show. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm, I, I, I'm not going to put myself in your shoes. Um, but that is part of the reason why when I do look at the American flag mm-hmm. on apparel or, or bumper stickers or whatever is the very first unconscious thought that I have is I bet dude has a mullet. He's from mm-hmm. Mississippi. And I <laughs> got a pet bald eagle. <laughs> yeah. But, but you know what though? Like that is then stereotyping those people to say that they're all bad people too. That's right. And that's what's so jacked up like mm-hmm. about where we're at. And so I, I do think for me, uh, like a, an action item is really, really to be conscious about those thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think we'll close it with this because we've got day jobs and uh, we're up do against we? the time here. <laughs> <laughs> this we is get, a great we, conversation. Yeah. We could talk though, about man. this for forever. Yeah. 
I think I think I love your point, Darren. It's delineating between what is important that people say and what I can shrug off, mm-hmm. and then it all comes back to personal excellence. Yeah, yeah. What am I doing in my home? Yeah, you know. But you, that's but really what it comes. It down does to come down way. to that. But I, I like the biggest point. We got to figure out. We got to have. We got to finish this topic because you're the one that has a freaking meeting. So. I know, but I just think that there's so much meat on this bone as it pertains to where what Tyler just said because the pendulum has swung so far one way like it was one way for a long time and a lot of you know black brown folks are feel like you know well we can't do this you can't do that and they look at us this way and they say these things about us and god i'm the you know i feel like i can't express myself and now it's now white males have become the pursued like you can't say anything because if you do say something People are going to take it this way. If I wear my hat, my it's it's swung, yeah. and and it's like wow, that's it's amazing to hear your your, your conversation right now because I, I never thought like to, until right now I'm like man, yeah, that's some shit right there. Speaking of fleeting, <laughs> and we're gonna come back and we're gonna do a part two. I've, I made them just say yeah. we're gonna come back. We're gonna pick this conversation up because yeah. another fleeting, unconscious, immediate thought I have, like Tyler. When I see the flag, is that person's a, a hick hillbilly racist? I'm just being real. Wow. I'm just being as honest as I can yeah. be about this. When I see a black person on TV, the first fleeting thought I have because everything that's been pushed down my throat the last two years is that person's a victim. That's the that's just the the wow. fleeting. The first thing is that person's being oppressed in some way or another, and so I have to get through that initial thought. Because that's not the truth. Ugh, you damn right that's not that's the not truth. That's not the truth. And, right. and you help me with this yeah. daily. Yeah. You help me with this mindset daily. Yeah. I'm just saying the narrative is the uh, oppression and, and you, know, you know, being pushed down. Man. And so I've got to fight that initial thought yeah. that that's the case. Mm. And you help me with this daily. And that's why I'm glad that we're yeah, friends. There's, there's, dude, this is a, there's a balance here. Right. We got to balance this right. out. And again, that, that's, not a, that's not a long thought. It, right. But I'm just saying that's what's, that I, through my perception, that's what's told to me. Mm. And so I've got to fight. And like I said, being friends with you has opened up my world entirely to different points of view yeah. and thoughts. And I'm glad that you challenged me in that way. Mm-hmm. But I think that's another component of this. Mm-hmm. Like Tyler said, his first fleeing thought when he sees the flag is racism. When that's not the case at no. all. No, and that's right? completely. Yeah, and crazy. I know that it's opposite. Right. That's not the that's case. Exactly right. how, and yeah, that's, that's exactly how it is. That's exactly I would say this to maybe get this episode right now wrapped up is when I think pride, like, I wish that we had more, like, patriotism mm-hmm. was what it used to be. Right. That we are proud of this country because now a patriot has. They're not fully there yet, but has a negative connotation associated with it. Mm-hmm. Like if, if you are a nationalist, right? Mm-hmm. If you are proud of your country, then there's, there's just eh, like when I see the flag and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, dude, homie, yeah, homie probably drinks Coors Original and, yeah. and beats his wife. <laughs> like, wow. like that's, and I know that that's not true. Right. But like the, the, the very first First thing that comes into my head, and you have to consciously stop, is that, and that's not good. Yeah. No, that let, is not good. Sorry, before we're at it, let me clarify something 
with what I just said. What was your first thought whenever I said what I just said a second ago? About a I, I hope being that that came out no, not you said that it right. I see people as victims. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, I, you yeah, said yeah, it the right way. I hope, hopefully, I said that yeah, the right yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, that, you feel like clarified after. Yeah, at first, okay. I was like, oh, well, well, his face, Darren's face was like, that's what bold. The fuck that's, you no, no, that's no, bold, bro. No, <laughs> no, I, I get my what point going. in saying that is because of the narrative that's yeah. been yeah. that's been shoved yeah, down our throats. The right immediate now. thought is, well, that person, yeah, you know, is, is behind, right, and I need to do something to help them. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, but that's that's what I'm saying. Like, it's 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 swung so far that way to feel like you feel like every time you see someone that oh, they're they're the victim or and that's that's not the case. Let's pick back up on this. That that's that was my point. Is I've got to I feel like I have to tiptoe around these discussions. No, no. I think good thing is that we're having these discussions, right? And I think that having the discussions level the playing field. They give you an understanding. And I can tell you this. There's so many black and brown folks that are that have been gone through a lot of things in their lives that are really coming up now. Mm-hmm. And the patriotism is there, brother. You just, you just don't probably just don't see it. It is. All right, we got to cut it. Let's, I know we got to cut it. Let's, I, cut, I, let's, I do, let's talk about that. Last thing, last thing <laughs> is we need to get to a place where we're talking about what we talk about on a daily basis yeah. on the show mm-hmm. is it's about the characteristics, the resilience. Okay. Hey, going through challenges as opposed to uh, a black woman mm-hmm. that has been through a lot and man, yep. really proud of her for what she's mm-hmm. done. It's like, no, like let's, let's encourage and, and talk about those personal traits that are individualistic Absolutely. and not put it into a category subcategory. Yep. Mm-hmm. When we can start having the dialogue around that where look guys, it's, it, I think if we do it today, it's, it's, it's not acknowledging mm-hmm. still some things that are going on within the country. But that's what, as a country, we need to do is like, hey, man, Darren went through a bunch. It wasn't black Darren went right. through a bunch. It's, hey, Darren went through a bunch and he overcame it, man. Look at his story. Look how encouraging yeah. he is. Hey, Ben was raised in, in the streets of Rio and he used to dig through the trash to eat banana peels. Like, and look at him now. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, let's, let's talk about the individuals because that's, that is, that is what the United States of America is, is it's a, it's a congregation of Every, immigrants yep. from everywhere, everywhere that have yep. unlimited potential to accomplish what they want. If, and again, that's, Maybe the next episode, if you're willing to put the blood, sweat, and tears Mm -hmm. into it. Mm -hmm. The opportunity is there more than it ever has been. And that's something you can be proud of. Yeah. And we're going to pick this back up. Maybe not next week because I think Darren's traveling, but we're going to pick this back up. You'll you'll catch the second part of this episode in March of 23. (laughs) Second week of March 2023. So anyway, hopefully uh, that was that was a helpful conversation. Again, we're going to pick that up. Yeah. There's a lot on the table that we need to still get through. So thank you guys uh, for supporting us. Thank you for following us at one.shot.pod on Instagram or on YouTube, all over social media. Uh, we appreciate you guys so much. Have a great rest of the week, and we will catch you next week.